Dad Sticking About podcast with Mike and Johnny. Yeah, hi, Mike. Hi, John. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. You? Tip top, mate. Tip top. Got a, got a funny story. Here we go. Go on. Right? So, uh, this week I was in a, a massive Tesco's mm. and I, I've got a blue fleece on, right? Mm. That's it. Well, that's not it. Normal clothes. Blue so, you've just got a blue fleece on and no pants. But I'm just happy that my kids weren't here to see it. You know, there's too much. That's, yeah, no, blue blue fleece, normal clothes, right? Okay. I'm just getting something. I've stood there. This guy turns to me and goes, do you know where I would get, like, a present for a between a 9 and an 11-year-old girl? Like, a nice present for a 9-year-old girl. (laughs) And I thought, he obviously thinks I work here, right? So, I could just say, sorry, mate, I don't work here, and go about my day. Or I could have a bit of fun, right? So... I said, uh, yeah, uh, upstairs is the pots and pans section. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he gave me a bit of a bit of a dodgy look. He say, pots and pans? What, what is this? Do you know what I mean? So, uh, oh, sorry, mate. Um, we have to something a little bit more modern. And he, he went, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I can see him trying to work out what's going on. So I went, oh, more modern stuff. Upstairs again, washing machines. <laughs> right, <laughs> mate. He, he wasn't happy with that, and I just went, uh, "Sorry, so problem with that, mate?" And he went, uh, "Yeah, I, th- I think I want to see your manager." No way, did he? Yeah, and I went, "All right, I'll just get the witch." Two seconds, right? I, <laughs> I, I grabbed what I needed to grab, and I just walked off, paid for him, <laughs> and then I, as I was walking out, he was still stood there waiting. And I just, oh no! I just left him to it. <laughs> oh no, mate! Imagine, imagine next time you go in, yeah. and he goes and he uh, he sees you. <laughs> He's gonna go mad, mate! I was laughing my head off. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant, <laughs> and because of that, I started uh, looking into uh, uh, what is it? Cases of mistaken identity. All oh, right, okay. Uh, and he- yeah, I used to get it in um, <clears throat> if I remember my work stuff, and I go in next to some. And I've got my, I've obviously got my work pass on, and I just get people coming up to me going, eh, "Have you got these in a size nine? Like, uh, <laughs> fuck off." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, it's tough, isn't it? It's like yeah. I, I wear a high vis every now and again, and you just get people high vis. Either it's like a secret unlocking gets you past, you know, access all areas, or it, people start asking you loads of questions. But really? Oh yeah, they come out like similar to you. Like, can I get these in a size nine? But yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They come on, go. Oh, do you know where such and such a thing is? I, I go. Uh, sorry, no, I, I don't work here. Or do you know what I mean? But because I've had it, I've done a few times. I just thought I'd have a bit of fun with this fella, and I might do it a little bit more because it really cheers my day up. Maybe I'll do it next time I'm in next, <laughs> and I'll walk off with the sh- with the shoe and never come back. <laughs> just drop it. Drop the shoe and walk out. You should just say something. You, you sure you're a size nine, mate? You look more like a four or five. <laughs> <laughs> Twinkle toes. Yeah, exactly. But there's loads of mad uh, cases of mistaken identity out there. Like there's, uh, there's this one, right? From a, There was a, a zoo in Tenerife called Laurel Parquet, right? And they were doing a... I've been, I've been. Have you really? Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll get on to this. They were doing, um, if a wild animal escapes, what would we do? Right, so... Depends what it is. They, they briefed everyone, 
and they'd got a fella dressed up right in a gorilla outfit to run around right. the park, but no one had told of this vet, right? And this vet clocked this gorilla, thinking it was a real gorilla, pulls out the tranquilizer gun. No. Put your dick away and lock it up. On target. The shoot first. Smash. Shoots him with a tranquilizer dart. The tranquilizer is set up to knock out a beast of like 600 pounds. Hits so it could him. kill him. <laughs> yeah, d- yeah. I mean, he didn't die, but he, you know, he had to spend a bit of time in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but, but still, oh, I thought God. that was brilliant. But it was. There's loads of other ones like <laughs> probably I saw, not read his emails. He's. <laughs> I saw another one where it was a an Uber driver, right? And he pulls up. He pulls up alongside this street, and there's a woman mm. there, and she gets in, and he goes, "You're all right, Chelsea." Sorry, it was in Sydney. Right, because you're all right, Chelsea. <laughs> right, she gets in. He starts chatting well, away to her, and he goes, "Somebody oh, with yeah. an Indian accent." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He goes, he goes, "Have you had a, a busy night? Have you finished?" And she goes, "No, no, I'm still going." She's slurring a little bit, and he goes, "Oh, what is it you do?" She goes, "I'm a sex worker." And then he go, he goes, "Oh, oh, all right, uh, cool, yeah, great." And she goes, "Do you want to get it on?" Is that what you stop for? Do you want some? And he's gone, what? I don't think my girlfriend would be happy. She went, I could be your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going, sorry, I, uh, what? no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. He carries on driving. Then he pulls up at some lights and she goes, well, if you don't want anything, I'm going to go back to where I was. I need to earn some more money. And he's like, what the? what is going on here? She gets out. About two seconds later, he gets a phone call. It's this girl, Chelsea, on the phone going, where are you? And it's going, ah! Oh, no! He's going, no! She picked up a prostitute instead. <laughs> yeah, by accident! Oh, no. Best one, though. It's slightly violent. Best one. LAPD, right? It's this guy, and he's called uh, Chris Dorner. He's a cop, but he's, he's gone rogue. He's lost the plot. He started shooting a cop. He's shot four people, two of them, coppers, right? But he's wrote a manifesto saying how he's going to do... Loads of coppers in. He's had enough. So, understandably, the police are a little bit, you know, mm, bit wary. On edge. Yeah. Yeah, on edge. Driving round, the clock is van. It's four by four, right? So, instead of checking out to see who's in the car, they just light it up to start no firing into it. 102 rounds get put into this four no by way. four, right? They don't even check who's in it. Finally, he stops shooting, dust settles, they go and have a look in there. It's a lady, two ladies in there, one called Emma Emma Hernandez, 71, another lady called Margie Cozana, 47, mother and daughter. They've lit it up. Luckily, they survived. They survived. No way. Yeah, survived. They got paid 2.5 million in damages. Jeez. Can you imagine that? That is crazy. Yeah. You just sat in your car. Next thing, the coppers are just blowing, just going mental. It really is like the Wild West out there these days. You know, yeah. <laughs> it just something like that. You know, you'd just be sat there minding your own business, and the next thing you know, you've got two hundred and one rounds going coming through your doors. Uh, it's like what? I know, I know. It is when you look into it. There's loads of real dark ones, like crimes have happened, and then someone's been mistaken for the person who committed the crime. And next thing, they've spent, you know, 12 years in prison. No, it wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. Did you ever see the uh, guy Goma? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the classic. Come on, yeah, the BBC guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he went to um, he went to pick some celebrity up from the BBC uh, headquarters in London, and uh, he was waiting in the lobby. No, no, he didn't go to pick someone up. He was going for a job interview. No, no, he was a taxi driver. Job interview. No, he was a taxi driver. All right. All <laughs> Honestly. There seems to be a disagreement in the podcast today. Let's take a look at the evidence. Guy Goma, what do you have to say on the matter? Good morning. Wait. Because I went for the job interview. Oh, Michael. It would seem your racial stereotyping is way up the spout, you racist mother... He's a taxi driver who's got to pick somebody up. He's waiting in the lobby for whoever. Yeah. And then somebody came over, like, ushered him in, like, come on, quick, quick, we're going to be late. And he's like, uh, uh, okay. The next thing you know, they've put, like, a suit jacket on him and everything. Yeah. The next thing you know, he sat on the uh, BBC News yeah. and they're about to... I think they're about to ask him about economics or something in, in uh, World Economics. And they, they uh, mistook him for some economic professor or something. And they ask, start asking him questions and he's like, eh, but when he... <laughs> <laughs> The best, the best bit is when he realizes what's going on, and like his face changes, he go, he starts going, "Oh shit!" You see the panic on his face, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 big time. But fair play to him, he tried to answer all the questions, and he was, it was what it was, was it was to do with some, uh, so how music's downloaded or something like that on the internet. Is that what it was? Yeah, there was some court case, and it meant that something, something anyway, and he, he was like trying to predict. How people were gonna, you know, digest their music now and all this sort of stuff. But he had the same name as the the expert who was meant to be on there. The first name, not both names. The first oh, name. Oh right, okay. Yeah, mate. I saw that one. You do see the panic come across his face. That is funny. But, Hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It did make me laugh that though. But yeah, pots and pans, washing machines upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been up to then? Uh, uh I was reading a. I was reading a thing about the uh, Milkman of the Year. Did you see that? No. No. Wait. What? <laughs> Tell me. What does, the, what does the Milkman of the Year after? What's the qualifying standard? What What happened? Tell me more. Tell me more. First, got to do the truffle shuffle. Well, this guy, uh, Richard Parker yeah. from uh, Derbyshire, who's, been, who's 43 now and has been delivering milk since he was five years old. How, how does that work? Oh, exactly. So he must have been doing rounds with his dad, I think. His dad and his granddad have both been milkmen, and, and they've also been milkmen of the year as well, both of them. Oh, right. like a, yeah. yeah. In the family. Keep it in the family and all that. That's it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he yeah, got a milkman of the year, uh, but and it turned out he was doing stuff like uh, doing going up and doing people's ironing or painting. <laughs> Honestly... What? Painting walls. Honestly, he'd come round. Like somebody would go, "Oh, uh, we just help us with this," and he'd go, "Yeah, no problem." And he'd come up and do your ironing for you while we're getting ready or what have you. It, all sorts of crazy crap. All right. There's lots of questions there, isn't there? Because go on. right, ironing. Uh, mm. It's not. Is it, oh, this is this is going to be a sexist comment I'm about to make? But ironing is not necessarily. Oh, God. A man's job, right? I'm not sure which would taste better over a bed of rice. A catfish or a sexist pig.
pig. <laughs> right. No. What do you mean? Right. I, I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. You can't take it back. If he's coming oh, round, if he's coming yeah. round during the day to do the yeah. ironing, right? Yeah, but he's not coming to do the ironing. Is 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 uh, delivering milk? But then somebody's like, maybe one day he'll pop the red out the window and go, "Oh, uh, we help me with this," and he's got, and he'll go, "Yeah, no problem." And he'll come and help you with whatever, and then finishes round. He's banging loads of birds, isn't he? More unlikely. So, I, how does he? He must work for himself then. I don't. What do? What do? How do milkmen work these days? Because I, I couldn't even tell you the last time I seen one. Uh, milkmen actually are making a comeback. Are they? Well, they are down here. I don't know about up there, but this there. I have. I know of several milkman depots, and they are now all about. It's not just milk. It's organic, uh, organic fruit and veg. Uh, it's mm. fancy breads. They deliver all sorts, mate. And it's making a comeback for things like people wanting to cut down on going to the supermarkets, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Hipsters bang into milkmen. Seriously, it's making it's making a comeback. But um, yeah, go around painting people's houses, doing the ironing. That sounds suspect. That. That's what that's what it said, and that's how he got. That's how he managed to get milkman of the year for his extra, you know, bit extra that he'd go give for the for the customers. This is saying all, but I mean, like, what would you say? Your your missus, you come home after work, and your missus is at home. She goes, oh, uh, Derek, the milkman came round. He's done the ironing, clean clean the bathroom and all this sort of stuff. Change the beds, Ch- change the beds. Why did you need to change? You know what I mean? What would you? Mm. How would you feel about that? Uh, depends. As long as he's not been on my Xbox, I won't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Uh, I, 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 but, I, go on. So anyway, with the uh, milkman of the year thing, and he's he saying like it's his dream job and all the rest of it, yeah. which is like, all right, fair enough, each to their own. Skim milk. Sticky, sticky, deep. I was thinking about, you know, what would my dream job be? Well, go on. What would it be? Are we? Are we talking? Uh, if we're saying dream job, are we saying? Yeah. Can it? Can it be illegal or can it be legal? What? What's? What's it? Mm, I, I think it have to be legal. Oh, that's a shame because I was I was reading a stat the other day. This this blew my mind. This stat. Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Right. Spent each month two and a half grand on the yeah. bands that go around his money. I'm really rich. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty believable. Yeah. So if you were going to say, if you were looking for a job that was all about money, mm. drug cartel leader, drug baron, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, but if you're making the bands that go around the money, then you're not doing anything illegal, are you? <laughs> you're just making the bands, and and. Uh, and... Uh... <laughs> Oh, that would not be my dream job. I'm not. I'm not. You've just said it is. No, I'm saying. I'm saying if you wanted to be, if you wanted an illegal job that was all about money, then a drug baron. (laughs) You put the the bands on. No. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, mate. Spit it out. Uh, That's not the one I would. No. You've not had your new tropics. Uh, uh, I'll tell you more about Uh, that later. But anyway. What what would be yours then? What would be yours? Uh, you know what? I, I kept I was thinking about it and I, and I couldn't really come up with anything and and it have to it it have to be obviously something that 
um, you enjoy. I'm going to have to definitely get a dildo. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's something that you enjoy doing, but you get paid for. I mean, how much money do I make as a male stripper? Do you know what I mean? What was it Winston Churchill once said? Find a job you love, you'll never work again. Winston. <laughs> Anyway, it's <laughs> a good little fact. That. I always think if you if you've got a good thing in your head and you want people to mm. like give it more gravitas, just say what was mm. it? Winston Churchill once said, and then come out with whatever you've thought up. Oh really? Yeah, no, but I think Winston Churchill did actually say that. But anyway, go on. Right. So uh, so I looked into like I always thought like I was thinking stuff like a you know sportsman doing a footballer or a basketballer, but there's a lot of uh, added pressure yeah. that's involved in that and obviously I'd hate to not be able to walk down the street without getting mobbed and all the rest of it, do you know what I mean? Michael, I love you Michael, I, love you I can believe Michael. <laughs> yeah. So I'd, it'd have to be somewhat something that I like doing but uh, stay anonymous and, and all the rest of it and say what have you. But, so I, I looked into like uh, some dream jobs Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's uh, these are real as well. Uh, it, can I? Uh, I uh, just want. It is one of your jobs. Has it got the name? I think it is Jamie. Oh, Jamie Raccoon or something. Right. Oh, what is his name? Oh, is he basically a director of quality control for uh, a high-end VIP escort agency? No. Because this okay. guy has got an amazing job. It, that's what he is. He's a quality control, quality checker for prostitutes. Well, I don't want to demean it like you just have, but it's high end. Well, have I demeaned it? Just, I've just basically all going around the houses and I've gone straight to the point. No, no, no. right. Listen, this guy. So th- these these ladies want to become they want to become VIP high end high end escorts right so they ha- okay. they have to submit a CV and do psychological testing there's uh, all sorts of interviews that they have to go through lots lots of women apply for this job right and it gets whittled down to the final six and then Jamie good old Jamie right gets gets to test them right gets to test them Right, okay. Uh, and choose one for the job. How many does he get to test? All of them. All, all six. He has to choose them all. He gets to... He has to test them all. He gets to... T- he does the quality control on all six, and then he picks which one goes forward to be get the job. And the winner is... Mate. That's, that is a good listen, good job. I'm not... If I was a single, if I was a single man, that, that would be my... <laughs> that would be my dream job. Imagine that. I'm not... I'm not being funny. But your Google search history must be absolutely atrocious. Fake penises, sex robots, and prostitute checkers. Mate, but... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Imagine that, though. Imagine, how did he even find out about it? Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I think people fall, luckily fall into some of these jobs, you know, like in one in one in a billion chance. Yeah, this, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, this... there's, some, there's some jobs where there's, like one person in the world that does this specific job do you know what i mean yeah. they may get paid a shed load of money yeah. and then they're only working like maybe 10 hours a week it, this guy puts the hours in jamie puts the hours in i know that 
He works hard, mate. He works hard. Do you, in Japan, you can be a boyfriend for hire, right? And it, it doesn't... Legally. Legally. It's not it's not a sexual favours thing. It's all about... Mm. Uh, uh, the, the lady pays for your time and she pays for everything. So she pays for your drinks, she pays for mm. your meal, but you have to supply her with the boyfriend experience. So she she might hire you to go on a, a like a works thing. You go as the date. Uh, or, oh, right, yeah. okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's even ones called something like uh, sheep boys. So, you know, like you count sheep to go to sleep. In your head, you count yeah. sheep, right? But these, these lads, women hire them to just mm. cuddle them. No sexual things going on. Just mm. cuddle them and listen to them and help them go to sleep. That's their job. So, they, But they, their skills might be they might turn up and they might be cook them a nice meal. Uh, have a meal with them, listen to what they've got to say, lie in bed with them, put their arm around them, make them feel warm, safe, listen to their problems, and then just help them go to sleep. It's been 38 minutes already. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Go to sleep. And then off they go, that's it. This, this, that's a job. That is a job in Japan. Well, listen, listen to these jobs. Hit me, yeah? hit me. These are all real, yeah? yeah? Okay. Right. Professional cuddler. Rent a boyfriend. There. Yeah. Yeah. About the same. Yeah. Okay. So we both uh, know. We both know I wasn't lying now, right? No. Hit, yeah. hit me with it. P- penguinologist. Uh, I is that person someone who studies penguins? Yeah. I I used to have a penguin called Stroller. A real one. Yeah. You used to have a penguin called Stroller. Yeah. Where did you keep it? Uh, the uh, what's it called? The the like the Falklands out that way. What, so you, like, sponsored a penguin? Yeah, correct. Right, come on. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> right, what's the next job? What's the next job? You know what? I think I, uh, I, one night I got in pissed. Right. And they had the TV on, and one of those adverts came on to, like, sponsor a donkey. <laughs> you did. And I, fucking, and I fucking set up the direct debit and everything. Did you really? Smashed that my face. Yeah, yeah. It was only, like... I think it was like two quid a month. Oh. I remember like looking at my statement thinking, what's this fucking two pound a month coming out of my account? <laughs> <laughs> it turned out it was... And then I got... Um, uh, like a couple of months down the line, I got a letter to say uh, how the donkey was doing and all the rest of it. You've Because of your help, it's, it's, in, it's in good health and all the rest of it. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, nice one. And cancelled the direct debit. <laughs> Mike's banging to donkeys. <laughs> Can't believe it. Uh, there must be some, <laughs> something subconsciously going on there about you and donkeys, though. For you to um, to maybe, to... maybe I'd been out. Maybe I'd been out and got smashed, and I came in at like a bit emotional, and <laughs> and uh, I was eating my kebab and watching the watching these poor donkeys on the uh, on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Top. So what's next? Penguins and what? Penguinologist, yeah. and then there's a uh, bed warmer. All right. Oh, so oh wow! Before you go yeah. in bed, so before you go to bed, somebody get in the bed, warm it up for you oh, before you, and then uh, and then they'd uh, then you get in. I hate that. I prefer. I right, like yeah. a cold bed. Cold, freezing cold bed. Yes, me too. Definitely. So, don't get me. Don't don't get me wrong. I could do that as a job. Yeah. But I wouldn't want uh, a bed warmer for myself. There was a, a girl from Birmingham University. 
that got hired by a, a luxury bed mattress manufacturer to mm. test luxury mattresses for a month. Mm. And it was all about, um, it, she got to sleep in them, lie in them, test them from, what was it, 10 till 6 in the day. And no way. Yeah, she got paid a thousand pounds, but it was all about like they might give her get a, a drink alcohol, then test the beds, uh, right? Test different lights. Is she big? I I didn't see any pictures, but basically she was at university down in London and she couldn't afford to finish a course because living expenses down there is more. So she had to move back home, and then that was one of her first jobs. She was doing so. So she also like wrote a blog about it, tweeted, and that's what they wanted basically. Yeah. That's what, um, all right, so yeah. next one, yeah. uh, tea taster. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I, I think I could do that. As long as I didn't have to drink like 10 cups of tea. Well, you don't actually drink it, do you? you, do you... It, yeah, you're just tasting it, aren't and you? And spit it out. <laughs> but it, mm. would you not want to go a, a bit more... Well, this this beer, this alcohol, you know, different spirits. Yeah, but you're drinking you're drinking beer as your job, yeah, or even tea. You're taking the, uh, yeah, you know, you're taking the the uh, the goodness of it away. You know, you do you know what I mean? No, because if you're drinking too much, then it's not as as uh, attractive. I I don't drink traditional tea and coffee. Oh god, here we go. No, I don't. I just don't. I go on. I just drink. I, I like the odd glass of herbal tea, right? So you you know, so you never drink normal tea. Nah, I've never got into it. Listen, I've seen you drink normal tea. You haven't. So shut up. You haven't. Yeah, right, I have. When? Name it. When we went to when we went to uh, Scarfield Park. That was hot chocolate that I made. You were probably so cold and scared that you didn't know. <laughs> You didn't know what was going not in the, that was being put not in your in mouth. The cottage. I wasn't scared in the cottage. I didn't drink any tea. I swear to you, I don't drink tea or coffee. You didn't drink any tea in uh, Snowdonia. No. You lying. I promise. Your wiggy can. Your wiggy can back me up. <laughs> Go on then. What's next on your job list? <laughs> uh, water slide tester. I seen this one. I seen it. Yeah. I seen it. No. And I'll be no honest. Chance. It's up there with my best job. No chance. Serious. Yeah, well, yeah, serious. Why? What? what if the? What if this? What if they've messed it up? Have you seen that? Ever seen when they shut them slides down and there's people that have gone sliding off the side all the way down down a ravine? Yeah, but uh, his job, his job is actually to check it structurally, water flow, uh, what the landing is like, if it's safe, and then he gets to go down it. And did you see the amount of travelling he does? Yeah, I, yeah, I did see that. Oh, he goes all around the world testing. Water slides. Get get me on it. I'd have that. I would have no, that. Man. I've seen them videos of like people like these faulty, not faulty, but uh, wrongly designed, where they've been, where they're either too fast or something, and then somebody's just gone flying off the side of it wow. and landed in landed in it like a cactus. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when you see the video. It's someone flying down. And it's it's generally a woman, and she'd be flying down, and it's one of those super fast ones, and it like the water has jetted the bikini bottoms right up a bum, and I'm like yeah. that, they always make me laugh. <gasps> the volcanic wedgie! I thought it was just a myth. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that, has, that has a lot to say about my internet search history again. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Right, go on. Go on. Uh, fortune cookie writer. Okay. Yeah? What, yeah, what was he right? Uh, 
you're having a shit day. <laughs> Slap yourself in the face. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> that is stupid. You're stupid. I'd have, I'd have. Yeah, but if you put that and then you're at the place where they're giving out the cookies and you stay there all day and every single cookie says slap yourself in the face, yeah? Yeah. At least one person is going to slap themselves in the face. But why would you want that? Why would you want that? What, why wouldn't I want that? You, fortune cookies are all about supplying joy. Like, why wouldn't you have like, about? ooh, you look really good in those clothes today. Or That's not a, that's not a fortune. All right, all right, hang on. Ooh, you look really good in those clothes today. That's not a fortune. <laughs> Hang on, it's not a glitch in the Matrix. I've just got to finish my sentence, Michael. Why do you always put in? Right, something, right, something like, ooh. <laughs> that's, not a set, that's not a fortune. <laughs> move on, move on, move on. What's the next job? What's the next job? <laughs> Netflix tagger. Netflix what? Tagger? Tagger, yeah. Tagger. So, yeah, yeah. So, what they have to do is watch everything that comes through, and then they have to put on whether it's a comedy or action or that's uh, or, do you know what I mean? Stand up. Wow. So they've got to put a tag of whatever it is on there, which means all they've got to do all day is watch Netflix shows. That's a dangerous put, job. Why is it dangerous? You because it only takes for Netflix to go to the production company that want their their program. Or Netflix want their program to be on Netflix just to go, what's the genre? And they go, oh, this is a comedy. And then, boom, your job's gone. Also, I yeah, can't think of anything. Yeah, that's disregard that one. That's a rubbish one. Why is it? We just you get to watch Netflix shows and then you just thought, oh, comedy. Yeah, but oh, it's. Action. It's, but you're getting paid to watch Netflix. Yeah, but what if it's nine to five to watch Netflix all day, every day? It'd be mind numbing. Uh, depends what you're watching. I'll tell you what I've watched this week. That uh-huh. uh, the haunting of Hill House. I don't. I don't want to know because it sounds like a horror and it'll scare me. I don't. I don't want to know. Listen, listen. I was, you know, I had to build myself up to it. So I don't like horrors either, but it's really good. I, and even though I'm not into horrors, I really not. Oh, and and don't get me wrong. I have, I've like at one point I physically jumped up onto the chair. Was that scared? You're not selling it. But it's meant. <laughs> You're not selling that. What's honestly? It's top. It's top. Oh mate, I remember watching uh, Blair Witch Project, right? Oh, I'm not watching that. No chance. Right, uh, and I, I, it's when I was at my mum's. Right, I've got it on. It's late at night. Right, I've got the not all the lights on. I've got the lamps on. I'm not going full hardcore anyway. It's giving me the frightness quite a bit, and I'm watching mm. it. I think I can do this. I can do this. And it suddenly gets to a really scary moment. You know where? And it's gone all quiet and it's all this dodgy breathing and I'm thinking, oh, flipping it, flipping it, what's going on, right? And all I hear is... And I just want to apologise to Mike's mum. Smash, 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 smash! Outside. Outside the no house. Way. Outside your house? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, God, what? I press pause, flipping it. Next thing, I just hear... Doom, doom. Doom, on my window, on the window. No way. And I'm like, oh, what is going on? This is freaky. I've, mate, I'm bricking it, right? I open the curtain slowly. I, I, I'm really honest. I'm scared, mate. I open the curtain slowly, right? It's one of my mum's neighbours. She's had a few too many. She's tried, <laughs> she's tried pushing a car out of her driveway, right? But oh, she no. hasn't put the keys in, so the steering lock's still on. 
It's oh. gone down the curb, smashed into all the wheelie bins, and she's knocked on, <laughs> going, can you help me push it back into the driveway? Oh, oh, thank goodness you're in. Do you know, for a minute there, I thought you weren't. <laughs> oh, mate. I turned, oh, the, I turned the Blair Witch off, and that was it. I didn't watch it until the next day. Curtains open, bright sunlight. But, yeah, there you go. It scared me, that. Well, well I was w- w- watching that uh, House of... Uh, Hill, haunting of Hill House. That scared you can't say it. On a, mate, I've been called. I've got, must have called it about eighteen different titles <laughs> in the last couple of days. Yeah. Watched it on Halloween. Right. So I was there, like watching it. It's getting like to really like, oh, you know, when the music, oh, scary music, and yeah. then, and then every so often they do a do 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 trick or treat. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> shit myself. <laughs> 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 but it was uh, happening all night because well, of the trick-or-treaters just bring your pumpkin in is there not like a, a code if you've got a pumpkin in, out you're open for trick-or-treating if you've got the pump, no pumpkin no one knocks on didn't have a pumpkin well, you don't, it, what, there's no code what's this rule there's a, there's a rule down here you got a, so let's, let me t- did you have a pumpkin in your window y- yeah so you, you give kids sweets or did what did you give them like nutritious uh <laughs> when we first moved down here, right? That one of the things I it wasn't even on my radar Halloween, and uh, one of the neighbours knocked on with the kids, trick or treat, and I went, oh, uh, uh, two seconds, <laughs> I come out like a two week old apple, <laughs> 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 and I went, there you go, put it in the bag. See you later. <laughs> I just saw. Oh no. Oh, I didn't, and then I was embarrassed by that. So the next day, I just popped to the shop, got some chocolate, and I come out and I went, "Listen, sorry about the apple. We just didn't have anything in. Give him a chocolate bar." Fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I didn't have any. What was I meant to do? It's better than not nothing. Not put a mouldy, not put a mouldy apple in the kids' bag. <laughs> yeah, for I, uh, well, I, I was. I, well, I answered the door a couple of times. The first couple of times, it was like little kids. Yeah. And obviously it got a bit later, and the later it got, the older the kids got, and I'm sure this group of kids knocked on. Yeah, yeah. There was one of one of them knocked on the door, full costumed up to the to the nine, like knife sticking out of the red, yeah. makeup, all the rest of it, blood, and then a mate was stood at the end of the drive, like waiting for her. Like <laughs> I was looking, I'm thinking, I'm sh- you look like 17 or something. Why are you trick or treating? What did she say? I didn't say that to her. Shit house. Just thought, you know, this is, this is weird. You're well too old for trick or treating. And then a group of a group of lads knocked on. They must have been about must have been about fifteen, sixteen. Wait, hang on though. They, they just had crappy masks on. So there's no code. There's no code in your in your area. Did you have no. any sort of Halloween decoration? No. But then that then you you're exempt. If you've got why, why? well down here, if you've got a pumpkin, if you've got a pumpkin out. You're open for yeah. business. If you've no pumpkin, they leave you alone. Right. Answer me this then, right. wise guy. Yeah, go on. Was that same rule in force when you lived in Manchester? Don't forget you lived in Manchester as an adult. Well, uh, if we, uh, I, I was. Uh, 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 we didn't. We didn't uh, trick or treat. Uh, uh, I found out something this week actually. That's, that's not fortune. Right. You're gonna write. <laughs> listen. <laughs> when we were when we were younger, uh, we didn't do trick or treating. We didn't get it. I've never done it. My dad always used to say, it's an American thing. You're not doing it. 
forget about it, right? And it didn't really bother me. I just it didn't. Mm. I wasn't bothered. Now the other night I was talking. This this my, a mate of mine says, "Oh, did you do the trick or treating?" I said, "Yeah, but I don't really get into it. It's American. Forget about it." He went, "It's not American." I went, "What?" He went, "Yeah, it originates from Scotland." Does it really? Yeah. No way. Doesn't it make you proud to be Scottish? It's shite being Scottish. It's a Celtic tradition, and it's. I can't. I can't really see Scots giving out something for free. Well, no, hang on. It's where it's, it was always performed on the day of Sam, Sam Hain, right? It's a traditional mm. Celtic day, and it was believed on this day that the the barrier between the afterlife and here was at its thinnest, and that's when they could see people that had passed over to the other side. No way. Yeah, so a bit like, you know, like uh, the day so of... Pagan, is, is it not like a pagan festival or something? It's to do with the Celts, so yeah, I should imagine it is. I'm making... Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Celts and pagans are the same thing or similar fractions of that sort of thing. But yeah, that's that sort of thing. And I, and then when I heard that, I was like, oh, I've been dissing it because it's American for years, but actually it turns out it's from Scotland. It's a Celtic thing. Are you Scottish? So anyway... Right? <laughs> You're a dick. Right? Listen. <laughs> uh, the, uh, my missus got a bag of Maltesers in, like loads of little fun-sized packs to give out to these oh, kids. All right. right. I thought I thought you mean you got like a big bag of Maltesers <laughs> and you give each kid one Malteser. Why not? Yeah? Go to this, like, this will stop childhood obesity. Right? Anyway. Can, so... can, I, can I just say yeah. that I got like a box of, uh, a big tub of Haribo. Yeah. And, uh, I fucking I ate most of the Haribo in the top <laughs> I was about to see. and it got really low so I found some like shitty Palmer Violets in the cupboard and I had to put them in <laughs> that's almost exactly the same thing that I did my lot all went out I stayed in if anyone came round I'd, I'd give them the treats uh, and I, I thought, there's not enough Maltesers here. We're going to get loads of people. So I went to the shops and I got a box of those lint, you know, the lint balls, the chocolate balls. It's posh bastard. <laughs> so I got a box of them. <laughs> it's different down here, mate. So I got a box of them. <laughs> Tell me about it. I got a box of them. And I just sat home and scoffed them all. And then <laughs> they all came home. They're like, yeah, did you get many people come round? I was like, yeah, loads. Look, all the chocolate's gone. I even had to get extra and it's gone. All oh, right, nice one, Dad. I was like, yeah, too right. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, God. I bet you eat that. I bet you eat the, uh, I bet you eat the carrot and the mince pie on, on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Before the kids have gone to bed. It's only if it's organic. 